Welcome to the Soul Revolution Tribe podcast, where we share stories, laughs, and even a few tears, but always a good time. We are about depth and real raw sharing through soul conversations and medicine. We are learning to find ourselves again and to be an unstoppable force of nature, ready to break down the constructs and rebuild them with love and acceptance at its core. We are the new world. Welcome back to another episode of Soul Revolution Tribe. I am Jackie, your host, Shamanic Soul Guide and Remembrance Facilitator, and I am super excited to have my friend Sam with us today. So Sam is the modern mountain hippie. She is all about helping you create the mindset of resilience and becoming self-reliant. She loves being outdoors in nature and living an intentional life. She really helps you walk the journey of coming back into your untamed self. And this means like the freedom to do and be on your own terms, your own way. So I'm so excited to have you here today, Sam, and share a little bit about your story. Oh, I'm so excited to be here, Jackie. And thank you. It's just such an honor to get to uh, have this chat with you. So, yeah. Yes. So first, let's start on, like, what what do you see as untamed? Like, I know I have a vision what I um, hold in my mind when I think that, but what what is the mission and intention behind that for you? Yeah, well, I think, you know, we live in a world um, where, like, we've just been become so disconnected, right, from ourselves, uh, from our world, from our source, however you want to see that um and we live in a time that has just gotten it's busier than ever the demands on us are just you know we're go 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 right I mean most families we're working we're both working outside of the homes um you know we have kids or whatever our obligations are uh it's just and technology like things have just sped up we're just so busy <laughs> taking on the world and um I feel like as that disconnect starts to become bigger and that struggle that we have to just kind of stay above water and and you know survive <laughs> a lot of us I feel like are living in a just a survival mode right um so that disconnect goes bigger and uh you know we're just yeah trying to survive and and then I find that's where we start to like I, I like to call it outsourcing um the parts of us right kind of start to give away our power to to other things whether that's you know we look for happiness outside of ourselves we look for um advice uh which is fine I mean I understand you have to you do go outside of yourself for advice at times um you know our healing our health uh our well-being like we just start to look to somebody else to take care of those things for us um and like forget the self-trust we were just talking about that before we hopped on is like we are an expert of ourselves and we've outsourced that expertness to somebody else to think that they know our our being better than we do Exactly. And I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, your doctor isn't somebody that you should trust in. But I feel like we need to take our take what we can from these sources. Uh, But at the end of the day, we're the ones that know best for who we are and 
for ourselves, right? Using our own discernment is what I hear you're saying. Like, make sure yeah. that we have our say in it and not somebody else being the puppeteer. Like, that's when, when you share untamed, like, that's what it reminds me of is like conforming. So, like, if you yeah. tame an animal, you train them into a way of being. And untamed is going back to that wild, free, childlike expression again, the way we were designed to be. Exactly. Yes, I love that. And, and that's it, right? Uh, we start to put ourselves in boxes, whether that's with labels or beliefs or, you know, whatever it is that we're kind of told about ourselves. Um, and so really being untamed to me is just kind of a, it's a sovereign thing, right? It's really breaking down those boxes um, that we've been keeping ourselves in um, and the conditioning, right? All the things that we're kind of taught and told about ourselves. Um, how things have to be or how things are, uh, you know, really we're the ones who get to determine that. But lots of times we take that on from from the outside sources. Absolutely. And so it's really outside sources create our reality instead of allowing ourselves to create our reality. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, and so that's, you know, just being able to kind of take that zoomed out view and again, it's not that those things that we can't, we can't digest, we can still digest them and see how they fit in, you know, and as you know, you always say it's kind of that mirroring back to you, which yeah. I really like. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, I think just the ability to be able to get out of survival mode and start really taking control of our lives, stepping back into our power and uh, yeah, stop outsourcing all the things that, that we actually have the ability to have control of and uh, do for ourselves. Right. Absolutely. And as you're saying that, like what's coming to me um, is like that, that learning how to trust ourselves again, because we're programmed not to trust ourselves, and in trusting ourselves and we can trust outside and the same thing is what I say like a, a mirror what's inside is outside and if we don't trust inside we are sourcing situations where we can't trust our outside either and because it's a reflection of each other so once we connect back into this is who I am and this is this is what it is and I don't have all the answers right here in my conscious mind but I do have infinite wisdom at my fingertips at all times and so taking other people's guidance and that's why I call myself a soul guide you take somebody's guidance and that's not taking their word as law what you do is you you get their input and they're giving you another perspective and that's all it is is showing you and spreading your horizon to see different angles and you try that perspective on and you you have the power to say, yes, I choose that or no, that doesn't, that doesn't resonate with me. And I trust myself to say, thank you, but no, thank you. Like, that's okay. You can have those beliefs and whatever. And that means nothing against you. But I also know that I'm in control of my path. And, and that, that doesn't, that doesn't resonate with me. I can say that as firsthand of like, when I had my thyroid cancer scare and people are like, how did you stay so calm and everything in that? Like I, you can, that's the, it's the shadow side of diagnoses and things like that is like immediately when I heard that, I said, nope, I don't accept that as my truth. That's not how this is going to go down. Instead of saying, yes, this is it. And there's no other options. I opened the door of op opportunity and possibility and saying, nope, this is not the path I want to go down. I have a big mission and big things to do in life. And this is not the way it's going. And I think that's why I was able to journey through and 
that I'm cancer free today. Like I, and that, that might've been completely different if I chose a different perspective. So I right. love that. Well, that's, yeah. And I think that's a big part of, you know, we take on these things and they're not always, like you say, they don't have to be your truth. You know, we have the ability to, to go outside of those things. And again, you know, if, if your doctor is giving you advice on your health, um, it's not to say that you just disregard it because you know best, you know, but what can you learn from that and where can you take that, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's where's the nuggets of wisdom in, in, in that does resonate. And what I always say, like when, when I'm, when I'm giving you a remembrance lesson, take what resonates, throw the rest out the window. Like it's not serving you right now. That's okay. doesn't mean right. that there was any, there was less value there. It just means that wasn't what's speaking to you in this moment. And you can come back to it later because the message is still going to come through if it's meant for you. Right. Yeah. I like that. And that's exactly it. I mean, there's times that, you know, what is, yeah, in that moment, those things might not really apply or make sense or, you know, really be what you need. Um, but down the road, it, it might, right? So, yeah, I like that. How take what you need now and, uh, yeah, the rest might make sense later or come to, come to uh, be a benefit of you down the road. But in the moment. They don't serve you, so stop holding on to them and dwelling over them. Like, I can speak that from personal, like, somebody that's been in their head so much that had to learn how to get back into my body and integrate. Like, not being in your, being in your head is not a horrible thing. Like, I'm not saying that, but there needs to be cohesion, connection, that mind-body connection. And I trained myself so much to be in my head to keep my body safe. Like I was disconnected from that piece. And that also is a reflection of what you were just saying and why this mission is important to you is because everywhere around us encourages us to disconnect and put ourselves in, in different boxes and separate. And we need to come back into that connection, into that wholeness. And that's where this whole movement is going. And I love that. So share with the listeners, like how did Modern Mountain Hippie um birth per se because i know i i'm excited because i got to watch and witness um this transition to come full force and like watching you step into your element and really owning all the pieces of you and we've talked about that too is how like influenced we can be on the outside of the world and how how certain business coaches and they tell you certain things and and you take it on and without even realizing doing the work like we put in the effort we've been in devotion for this but how easily that one thing that that is sitting and playing an autopilot in the back of our mind that we aren't digging into yet, they can hit those points just right. And then it brings all that back up of like, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe she's right. Maybe I, I am not like thinking about my worth. I need to think, think back on this. And really, it's just another revolution around the, the spiral path is what I call it is just another learning opportunity of those triggers for me to unlock another layer of myself to go, I'm reflecting on that. And no, this is my truth. Just because somebody said like they were the catalyst to help me figure that out. But then I got to do the reflection piece to come where I'm at. And so share a little bit about how you got from where you were to here and any other nuggets along the way, whatever you want to share about your journey um, with everyone. Okay. Well, I guess uh, this goes back to over a decade ago. I um, really, uh, you know, I've always been kind of an open-minded person and open to possibilities. I love to learn. And 
and I've always had somewhat of a spiritual connection. Um, but, you know, I found myself, I was kind of doing the things that were told and taught, you know, you need to do to have a fulfilling, successful life. And so I had the education and had the career and, you know, created our, we, we built our family and just, I never, I wasn't feeling like I was just kind of in that survival mode, to be honest, um, that I kind of, that we talked about earlier, you know, you're just conforming to the path of what was expected to have of us. Exactly. Yeah. Just doing life, you know, you're doing all the things and yet here I was feeling really empty and kind of lost and and I ended up in a toxic work environment and I mean I loved my career I was an optician you know um, I still really love the work and I miss it uh, at times still Um, it was a really good a really good fulfilling career but I wasn't in a happy place as far as the work environment went you know, but you tell yourself all these things like, well, you know, is the grass really greener on the other side? If I, you know, if I leave this place of work, is it going to be as good? And, you know, just that conditioning, trying to keep you safe because you're scared to take the risks. And, and so I ended up staying there um, longer than I should have. And uh, I always say, you know, eventually universe kind of gives you those little nudges and those little opportunities to make change. And, I wasn't taking the those Yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh, we're so trained the programs are so loud and they like to talk like they're there. They're our intuition, but really it's like using that, that muscle of discernment to say, is this a program speaking to me or is this my truth? Is this my soul telling me what, what I, the direction I need to go? Right. Yeah. And so I ignored it for, you know, far too long. And uh, eventually, you know, I feel like if we don't move and, and we're not, catching the little subtle niggle or wiggles niggles um we end up eventually it gets worse like it's gonna get bigger right like something's gonna wake you up and shake you and uh so I ended up you know my my health took a toll um I just wasn't really I was surviving right I was not in that thrive place (laughs) and I um I ended up that's when I kind of started to open up to like energy medicine and started to like take on a different perspective like okay this is what I'm doing isn't working like what can I do to to change my situation and um so that's when I really started to dive deeper into like the personal development and the mindset work and the energy work and uh really started to see that there was more out there um and you know when I talk about outsourcing your power beyond yourself, uh, you know, just taking in the things like, again, you know, being taught and told what you had to do to succeed and live a fulfilling life. Um, you know, I was giving my power away to that. That wasn't really working for me, but here I was like fighting to make it happen. Um, and so, Yeah, it was uh, just one of those situations where I ended up um, looking for things beyond what was available to me. You know, a little um, bit of awakening is what I hear is like, like you're when we hit that rock bottom and we're like, I don't know, I don't know where to go, but I know this isn't working. And so then we're like, okay, like the, the prayer to the universe of like, 
show me where to go because I'm done with the hamster wheel. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and, you know, even looking from the health perspective, you know, as far as the doctors are concerned, there's only, this is, you know, Western medicine, you need this pill. This is all they really have to offer you. Right. And that, that wasn't working. So it really forced me to have to look beyond what, what we're conditioned. And, you yeah. know, it's not that I didn't trust my doctors, uh, but, but I had you to... knew there was something else because, because it had to be, because you couldn't live life. Why would our creator create a life where we're miserable? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's the missing piece in, in medicine too, is like right now in Western medicine, like, yes, it serves its purpose. I'm not saying that, but we're looking at only one aspect of your being. We look for a physical like source, but we don't realize that if you don't address the root cause and you don't look at all the different ailments, like our body stores, our body is so smart. It's designed to heal and it stores things away, which causes our pain. And, and the way I look at pain is completely different. Like to me, it's your body's messages, your ma body trying to get your attention and to spend that time in relationship because everything's about a relationship for me. And like, that's, that's, I know your story and that's what you're saying is like, you're, you're going through and you're like, there's gotta be something different than what these people are saying. And I'm in so much pain. Like, where do I go? Right. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's just, it was for me, that was like the real catalyst to kind of start to dive deeper into like, how can I help myself? Like nobody else is going to fix me. No one else is going to save me. I have to find some some way of my own you know um so self-reliance really and that's that part that, like I, I love that you are embracing that part of you is because that's what you are you are a fighter you you everything that would normally knock people down coming at you left and right and you're like nope I'm gonna find my way I'm gonna pave my path and I don't need you to tell me what I'm gonna do because I know that I can find a way yeah and you know it's one of those things like it had to dock me right right down in order to get there um but that was kind of the, again, the catalyst for me to be able to start to, to move forward and to uh, start to realize that I, you know, I couldn't rely on anybody else. I had to start looking within myself and for myself. And so um, I, I dove into, again, energy healing and medicine uh, that way and just took a more holistic approach to things, tried different things on. Um, and that really inspired me to want to help other people understand and kind of open the perspective up to, you know, it doesn't have to be one way. You don't, it's, there's no right or wrong. Um, and just kind of that inspiration that you can, you don't have to give you know, your power away to all these things that you're, you're, you are now like there's options for you. Right. And so, um, I, I started working one-on-one -on -one with clients hands-on, um, and sharing some of the same work and modalities that, that really helped me to shift. And, um, and from there it just evolved. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I even, even like the, but what I love about your story is it's like how we all kind of do is like we step out and we're like, okay, I'm going to try this out. I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to do, be brave and put myself out there. And 
I'll fall back a little bit, but that's part of the learning groove. Like just like when we learn to walk for the first time, you're going to stumble, you're going to fall into things, you're going to do whatever until we find our equilibrium. And that's like where like you're in the sweet spot and I can feel it. It's like your, your branding and the, where you're at is like taking your whole life journey and that's your medicine. Like you've learned how to be resilient. You've learned how to cultivate that mindset, not only like just the mind part, the mind, body and everything all together, all the aspects of our being to be resilient and be self-reliant. And being self-reliant doesn't mean that we're not leaning on other people when we need to, because being self-reliant is being resourceful as well. And I just love that. And that you're bringing in like your, 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 your nature part and like you're a mountains girl. Like I, I see your pictures and I was like, Oh my gosh, that's so beautiful. I can't wait to go over there because I will be coming to visit you in the future. (laughs) Anytime. But it's like literally I see like this blossom of self-expression and and that's where it is. It's not like, what do I have to do to make this work? It's like, this gets to be expression of me and you've really walked the journey. And that's why people can, can walk with you on that journey because you went from the conformed, tamed version that the world conditions us all into to, to finally starting to break your way out and saying, this is me, wild and free in the way I love to be. And I'm still learning and following my way, but I'm learning that it's okay to be me in that process. And that's what the world needs. I just love it. Thank you. Well, and, and connecting back, right? Like, I think that's another piece that I haven't really hit on, but I feel like we've become so conditioned and busy and we've got all these things going on that we've kind of lost kind of that connection to, to our, to our roots, right. To who we really are. And so that's where, you know, you mentioned, I do live in the mountains. It's beautiful over here. Um, But just kind of learning to rely on myself or ourselves again. And uh, that's another Connection kind of with nature is it. a big thing with you. Like nature, it's a part of your uh, life. So you can connect back into nature and use that piece. And that's not only being self-reliant in the brain, like our mental body, but like in our physical everyday living. And I, I know that you're very self-reliant where you're at and learn how to work with the land and connect with the land, not only connection to ourselves, but connecting to the creation that we live in. Right. And, and that's it. That's a big part of it for me, you know, is, is, um, and it feels so good, right? It feels so good to be able to provide those things. And, um, so yeah, we, we hunt, we fish, we garden, we do all the things, try to all the homesteading. <laughs> yeah. And again, you know, it's kind of not giving that outsourcing. It's great. Don't get me wrong to go to the grocery store and stock up, but you know, it's nice to be able to create those things on my own too, or, you know, whether it's, you know, you're out foraging or you're growing in your backyard um, and to be able to provide those things without having to rely on somebody else. Yeah. Because that could be taken away in an instant. We've looked, look at the world right now. That's how it is. Like with inflation and everything going up, like you never know what's going to be available for you tomorrow. If things shift and being able to have those skill sets to fall back on, It's just like a layer of like reassurance and the way life used to be. And for me, like, I love, I love that. And I'm working on cultivating that space. Like, yes, I'm more in town. I don't have a a bigger space like you do. And I love that. But um, like, it doesn't mean that it's not possible. Like I, I have, I have a little like container garden space and things like that. And 
there's nothing more like fulfilling, I should say, is like getting your hands in the dirt and connecting back to our roots and like like doing that piece it the piece and like growing something like the farm to table thing, like growing our our fruit, being able to pick that and teaching my kids like how something from a tiny little seed sprouts into this beautiful thing that provides us nourishment and how we give it back to the earth and it's just this beautiful cycle of life and um the love and the tender and the careness it like makes the food taste different too is because i don't know about you but in the society where everyone's so stressed like even when you go to the grocery store and you get the food it's like i I strongly believe in energetics and like the way the food was was grown and how how the the emotions of the people that were handling it on the way of of harvesting it and putting it in there all of that gets infused and food is medicine and so yeah. as it's taking that and this apple that has gone across the whole world and was picked too prematurely and was shoved in here and somebody that's just frustrated and having a bad day and then and then somebody who doesn't like their job is loading it in not saying that it's always like that but but you you have those those things and then now i'm preparing it and i'm putting it in my little child's body where where it's like if I know where it came from and I know the source and I got to nurture it and I got to speak to the plants and teach my children how to speak speak life into the, the strawberries and you watch how they, they bloom and they're so beautiful and being able to teach them that circle of life that I feel like that's the disconnect that society is missing right now because yeah. most people don't know how to do that. No, and that's, and again, I mean, we're busy. Who has the, nobody takes the time, right? I don't want to say nobody, but I understand it's, you know, we, again, we just, we're so busy that it's easy to just go to the grocery store and, and get what you need versus, you know, having to put in the garden or, and like you say, you know, you don't need an acreage or land. You can start small, like container gardening. There's so many options. Um, but I feel like that's, that's part of the disconnect and that's just, you know, or even of, if you don't have the space, it's like, like for me, I was realizing like, where I'm sourcing, where I am outsourcing, because that's part of being reliant too, is like knowing when to outsource and when not, but then making sure that um, I'm getting like local when I can and from those farmers and supporting my community and things like that, like finding those pieces and making sure it's not just the chemical field stuff that I'm getting more organic when I can and figuring out like the balance of, okay, so I have this much money, like, cause let's be real, like finances are, are big right now, for everyone and and knowing like okay so it might be a little bit more of this but one thing that we've learned like when you get a higher quality food the nutrients that you get from it you're filled you get filled faster for a smaller amount of of that that food so in the essence that it may have a bigger price tag to start with but you're eating half as much as what you would from the empty filler stuff right getting that much more out of it yeah yeah. And I like what you said there just to go off topic, but you know, uh, the outsourcing thing, when I say that, I say, you know, got to stop outsourcing everything. You're right. There is a time and a place. There is, there is things that do we need to outsource. Right. But then there again, that's our discernment as to what we can do and what, what tasks or what things need to be outsourced. And, and that's in life or whether you take it from a business perspective, like everywhere. Um, 
yeah so I just want to touch on that because like I say you know I talk well, yeah, about and that's what you're yeah well what you're saying is beautiful though because that's what it is in order to understand where you need to outsource is you need to stop outsourcing everything pull it back in and say okay so this this seems like a heavy load what is feasible for me to do and where is it like the smartest for me in my energy to outsource which certain things that aren't maybe my expertise and be smart about my outsourcing to make sure that I am getting reliable places that I'm outsourcing to. Like you wouldn't get your your guidance from somebody that is in the complete opposite situation that you're doing, like like being being wise with the investment of that outsourcing piece. Yes. Yeah, that no, that says it really well. And yeah, like you say, there's, you know, it doesn't mean that, you know, it's just you against the world. Um it's it's just having that that connection to know where and 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 you know again the pieces that fit and yeah what what you can outsource and what you should you know have that power of in your own and uh and and by outsourcing things it doesn't mean that you still don't have control right it's I feel like it's when we give all of that power away and we just rely completely on a system whether that's the government you know your doctor, the grocery store to just care, care and provide for us. Like we need to kind of keep our hand in that. Absolutely. In that power that we have over everything. So. And realizing it's an active choice. So I'm choosing, it's not because I have to follow whatever they're saying. I'm choosing to take their advice. I'm choosing to let them do this part of my daily day because my day is busy. Like I'm choosing to allow the grocery store to provide for me. And that's what it is. Is like once I learn how to connect with myself, then I can learn to connect with others. But until I have a true connection with myself, I will not have a healthy connection outside of me. Because like it is like all of all of the ways like above as above, so below, as within, so without, like all that ties together. And once we realize that and we cultivate and we start here with us, like we, we're not here to change the world. We're here to change us in which in turn will change the world and it will ripple out. And it's just beautiful miss- mission. And I just so excited to see where you go with everything. And I know that it's going to be so fruitful and amazing. And just the little bits of pieces that you've helped me in my evolution in this process, like just so much, so much beauty coming through. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And like I say, at the end of the day, it's it's all about kind of leading your life with more intention, right? Like just, just, as you said, being kind of more aware and intentional of, of where you're putting your energy and uh, how you're going about it. Yes. And that's what you're all about too, is the intentional living piece. And on that note, what just came to me is like, why don't you share about your program that you're, you're working on the, the 28 day experience Tell people about that because that's something that everyone's going to want to be a part of. Yeah. So um, I'm close to uh, putting this out there to the world. Um, But this is a 28 day kind of a self-commitment journey, if you want to call it that. Um, And it's just starting to really bring in how you can get intentional on a daily basis. Um, Just trying to be more grounded in in your life right again we're just kind of so disconnected that and in that survival mode that it's hard for us to really even get clear on where we're headed 
And so um, this is just a way to kind of ground back into your daily life uh, and not be in that kind of, you know, fiery, flighty yeah, <laughs> survival it's like regulating mode. the nervous system back down to a grounded state so you can be intentional. Yeah. And just, yeah, taking those first steps to kind of, you know, start to really get clear, I guess, on on what you want, where you're headed, um, and what you see for yourself. Again, you know, when we're so busy, just kind of hardly surviving day to day, it's it's hard to see further down the road and see past that, right? And start to really kind of set the goals or set, you know, set your path, create your path. And so, yeah, yeah. And so that's, that's really what it's about. And um, so it's, it's a really kind of going within, you know, self-discovery as much as it is about um, finding clarity and, and really getting intentional on, on, you know, how you want to go about your day, how you want to show up to the moment, how you, you know, and in return, then that's going to help create how life shows up for you too. So absolutely taking the time to slow down and, and uh, get intentional, whether that's, you know, you want to get more intentional on how you're caring for yourself or, you know, where you see yourself in five years, it, it all fits. So Yes. And well, that's what I love that that self-commitment, because that's what it is, is choosing us for for those 28 days, taking a little bit of time and setting it aside for me and choosing me and going through that process and really that devotional space of I'm committing to me and my understanding and my growth and where being honest with me and allowing myself space of where are my intentions. And if I don't know my intentions, then it gives me time to get that clarity that you're saying and to be able to have that North Star is what I say is like following that North Star and the trajectory of getting there. Because if we don't have a clear North Star, we're wandering. We're wandering aimlessly throughout life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and that's, yeah, again, you know, just, and I get it. I was there and, you know, there's times I'm still there, right? Like you, we were talking here earlier. It's just, you're kind of always evolving. It doesn't mean that you're a master of, master of it all, but it's. It's, um, I almost have resentment a little bit to that word. It like like a little bit of resistance um, all of a sudden, like to the word mastery, <laughs> because right. who says when you finally mastered something and everything has a new layer, like you, you get to a certain point and there's always room to evolve and grow and expand and learn new things. And it's just my 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 next layer of the shadow that is coming through when I'm realizing I'm like, I am not teaching you life mastery like because I can't teach you how to be the master of your own life. I can teach you how to manage and be in relationship with your life so you can co-create together. But mastery is almost like that, that that slave master mentality that comes through. And I'm like, I'm like, ugh. Like I, I feel the resistance in that other layer of that. And yeah, I just I just wanted to say that because I just feel like it was on my heart. And I'm like, I gotta say this out yeah. loud. <laughs> Well, and, and again, I think, you know, we were having that conversation earlier too, where it's just one of those things where we're all learning and evolving. And it's when you stop going to those spots where you're, you know, you're constant, constantly taking in new information and, and trying to do better, you know, and, and it's not, it's not that you I guess it's just adding more tools to your toolbox, right? And I feel like we should always kind of be 
growing from where we are. And finding the lesson in everything because everything is a teacher. My environment is my teacher. My children are my teacher. My friends are my teacher. My, my people that, that don't even like me are my teachers. Like all of, the, all of this, this is all of the life experience to bring in the full spectrum. And that's what I, with, with your 20, um, 28 days of self-commitment to it, that's, that's what it is all about is taking that time and committing to yourself and finding the things that are coming up for you and not only giving you the tools, but integrating the tools. You're giving those spaces of, not only am I giving you knowledge, but you get to turn it into wisdom to apply because I believe that that's also a cycle we can get stuck in. This learning, like I have this lust for knowledge. My husband always says like, like Jackie, you have this lust for knowledge, but you're already a walking wealth of knowledge. Like you don't need to keep adding stuff to it. You get to share and be who you are. And I laugh because I do, I do. I lust for knowledge because the more I know, the more I can share. Like that's that's a resonant deep belief in my heart. But that doesn't mean that I it should stop me from sharing what I know already, that I get to evolve. And that used to hold me back for a while because I'm like, oh, I don't know it all. But like the big thing that came to me and it has been coming to me, reminding me remembrance over and over again is like, I don't need to know it all because life is not about learning. It's about remembering. So when I say that I need to know it all, like I already know it all. All I have to do is tap into it and remember my capability and who I am and how to do that. Because when you need to know something, it will be there or the resources will be there. And as long as you believe that, you will source that. Yeah. Well, you know, you always talk about like, yeah, the, you know, it's infinite knowledge, right? It's available to all of us. It's just a matter of, of uh, tapping into it and getting resources. And that's why so many people have similar, similar downloads because we're tapping, tapping into the universal consciousness. Like it's not, it's not anything new. And what I'm saying Right now, as somebody's seeing and they're resonating with me, all I'm doing is activating remembrance codes. And that's why I call myself a remembrance facilitator, because I am facilitating this remembrance process for you just the same way as I facilitate and guide you through a healing process. Because that's what it is at the end of the day. I'm not teaching you anything new. I'm reminding you who you are and what you already know. Oh, I love it. (laughs) Such a a good way to put it. So much goodness, so much goodness. Anything else on your heart that you want to share with everyone? Like anything? It doesn't even, it could be any random topic. It doesn't matter. But just what's on your heart, allowing you the space to share the floors. Oh. <laughs> no pressure, no pressure. <laughs> yeah. um, kind of drawing a blank right now. And that's okay. Like that, there's so much that was coming through and sharing with this whole thing. But I think the end of the way, the takeaway is, allowing yourself to be authentic and expressed. Like that's what untamed is all being and like intentional is knowing where you want to go. And then the only way you can know that is to know yourself and be in connection in that space. But really like that's, that's the beauty of it all is like, we get to be messy. We get to enjoy the journey just as much as the destination, because at the end of the day, the destination doesn't matter. It's the process that we go through to get there. Because I always say like you could win, you can win the trophy and you can rush the way to get there and win the trophy and literally like sacrifice everything you are to get there. That trophy is not going to mean much to you is if you didn't like 
slowly integrate and, and we're allowed to express and still be part of your, your ways and you earned it that way, enjoying the process to get there. It's going right. to be two different energies inside of you. And I don't know about you, but I would like to enjoy the, the, the process of life instead of suffer through it. <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah, no. And that's it. You know, it's, it's much as it is a struggle sometimes. And, you know, if you want to look at it as like winning a race or, you know, winning a trophy. Um, yeah, it might not always be, it's not the whole course isn't going to be easy, but it's like you said, you got to enjoy it too, right? Yeah. And knowing that it's worth it and finding the silver lining. And that's not like toxic positivity side of it is like honoring your process and honoring being like, this sucks. I'm in the mud of, of this trail and it's up to my knees and I keep going and I can barely lift my feet and allowing yourself to be in that moment and express what you're feeling and don't rush through that process either. And knowing that finally you're going to get back to the solid ground and look back and go, okay, that wasn't as bad as I thought. Because look about at, at children, like, like when they come to mud puddles, like that's heaven to them. They're like, they're like, yay, let's throw mud everywhere. And they splash. Like, that's where I want to go back to. I want to look at that mud puddle, not as an obstacle, but as a fun experience. And that's what I'm all about. Like, I, I just want to, I just want to play again. Like everybody let's go to the playground and play. <laughs> uh, we need it. We need it in our life. For sure. <laughs> life got so serious all of a sudden. Like just, I just want to enjoy, enjoy life again. And that's what it's about. Like we get to choose the lens we look through. And that's the lens that I'm deciding that I'm looking through now. Uh, Everything with those fresh it. child eyes. Yeah. Well, and I feel like that's another part of, you know, we just get so wrapped up in our roles and our obligations and what we, you know, our commitments and what we need to do that. Yeah. It's so easy to forget to have some fun too. What is it all for? That's why I connect back to my sacred why. Like, why am I doing all this? So so it's not about the sacrifice of like the discipline. Like that's you can look at it as sacrifice or you can look at it as discipline. I am choosing to be self-disciplined now and put in the effort because I know this is where I'm going. And so I'm going to put in the effort that's needed now so I can open space for me to truly create what I desire. Otherwise, if I'm working and working and working and putting all this stuff in, and I specifically use the word work because that's totally different energy versus effort and work, um, it's a different feel. And what are you working for? If you don't, if you don't have that North Star, you don't aren't anchored into your sacred why of life and what you desire to create. And, there, and that no one else can tell you that. That's something self discovery. You and there's no right or wrong answer to it. Like you, you get to decide that. Of what do I truly? If I erased everything out of my mind, anything anyone's ever told me or my past or whatever, no limits, no expectations. What do I truly desire out of life? And give yourself permission to play like a kid would. Like back when you're when you're in kindergarten and they're like, what do you want to be when you grow up? I love doing that exercise and I'm an adult. Like, what do I want to be when I grow up? Yeah. <laughs> and looking back in those lenses and it's just, that's what life should be. It doesn't have to be a drain. That's right. Yeah, we gotta, yeah, enjoy the experience, right? Yes. Well, thank you so much for being on with me and having this conversation and sharing a little bit about yourself with the listeners, because I know that they will resonate with your story and they will want to be part of your, your world. So I'm going to make sure, I don't know if you want to share a little bit about that, but I will drop your links 
in the show notes to make sure that you follow her on IG and get to know her and keep your eyes open for that new um, program that she's got going, the 20, 28 yes, days 28 of self-commitment. But thank you again. Yeah, no, it's been great. Always love chatting. Yes. We could talk for hours and we do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of the Soul Revolution Tribe and being part of our soul family. If anything in this episode resonated with you, please subscribe, leave a review, and share your takeaways. You can find me on IG at grow with Jackie B or on YouTube at Soul Revolution Tribe. I will see you next week for more soul conversations and medicine. Bye for now and see you back soon.